You're listening to a podcast from the Oddcast Network. Stay on and nerds unite. Yes, we must make it stronger. Stronger indeed. A stronger time machine to kill the Oddcast. Yes, we will destroy the real Jeremy and the rest of the Oddcast. And we forge it into the Poocast. I don't really care for that term, but I see where you're coming from. Are you sure you know what you're doing? I have no idea. Thank you for your Thank service. You for your Thank you for your service. My fav- one of my favorite alien movies is Alien Resurrection. Like, what the f- <laughs> No, you're gonna leave it in. I'm waiting for Anthony to come out <laughs> killing a disturbance in the forest. <laughs> it's a mutual agreement, so at that point in time, we would have to look at statistics. Okay, well, Dude. when Deadpool shows up in Spider-Man, then I expect him to be called Wade. Pre-order? Or the reorder for Pumpkin Rapper and the Riddle King, and then the Evo yes. 3 for Draken, it's still $50 because it's always going to be $50. That's just all there is to it. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, what I bought at Target is this wee little Optimus Prime. <laughs> Anthony, what's that little button, sir? <laughs> what button? Does it say we're live? That's right, we're recording. Um, no, no, it says we live. We live. Yeah, no, we're recording. Uh, so welcome to what actually it's, uh, it's evil backwards kind of literally is actually I got it uh-huh. <clears throat> are, are are we actually live holy shit I no no know. we're not actually live I'm just recording it uh, here okay. as a backup just in case you know I'm gonna have two recordings uh with that gotcha okay yeah with that uh welcome to what an oddcast Jared Minikai Anthony Denny Michael Kennedy as always go through that hi. And before we get into the, the, the overall show, hashtag thank you for your service. Yeah. Don't keeping, keeping Jeremy in, in your thoughts. Um as well. Oh man, I'm feeling I'm feeling a bit behind today. Uh, I've actually had everything done for a while, but uh there's other things uh you're feeling behind. You forced me to get on six minutes early. You absolute piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I just I don't Fucking feel like at I, me, Dick. I don't I don't feel like I warmed up properly. Uh, but anyway, <clears throat> besides that, we're on the final bracket. The tip of, of the tongue, the, teeth, the, tip, the tip of the tongue, the teeth, the tips. <laughs> red leather, yellow leather. Red leather, yellow leather. Red leather, yellow leather. We're on the bumble, final bracket. Bumble, 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 bumble. <laughs> final bracket of Hanna Barbera. You need New York. You need New York. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Stacy. <laughs> I didn't work today, so I'm in a very good mood. <laughs> yeah, so. Oh my god, now that we got that out of the way. Teespring.com slash CLT. (laughs) (laughs) No, but seriously, uh, we're on the last bracket. Uh, Thank you, Michael, for coming back on, as always. Um, By the way, if you haven't, there's the worst nostalgia trip ever taken. They just put out their new episode. I'm going to cut, like, all of this up until this point. Uh, (laughs) The worst nostalgia trip ever taken. (laughs) The sad thing is you won't, because this is the quality content Five four, and you're too lazy to. You you 
could only get this on a regular podcast, Patreon specials. This is like the behind the scenes, the BOS. Well, it's because more like POS. Because we don't make any money, so why why would I? You know, I, I I've kind of just stopped. Uh, for the time being, we got too many other things going on. But regardless, uh, yeah, they had a new episode out, Double Flowered. Uh, go check that one out. Uh, <laughs> pretty good. Even I laughed. Yeah. Is that the uh, finale of the uh, Shadowborg saga? Yeah, that's the last. Yeah, that's the last one you're on. New episode comes out not this week, but next week, so we can actually have time to record. So, correct. Uh, on top of that, Heather got her gift today. I want to talk about that right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. L- let me explain you know how it is. <laughs> <laughs> so we were, we were both sitting on our couch. I was playing Lego DC Villains because I'm 100%ing that game. I'm at 90%. People are curious, um, which is maddening. And I'm like, oh, look, there's a white van pulled outside. Oh, it must be the Amazon. It walks up with three packages. Oh, fancy. I was like, did you get three packages? I'm like, no, I don't have any packages coming. And then he drops down one and walks to our neighbors. <laughs> so I go, I get up, just reading the fucking cheer. And I pick up the box. I'm like, well, Jared said the gun was coming on Monday, but this is a Hasbro box. Clearly, this is mine. So I was like, what is it? I'm like, well, I think it's a, like, a pre-order Transformer. And I start opening it. And as I open it, there's the barrel of the gun staring at me. <laughs> it's cardboard boxed. And I'm like, oh, this is for you. <laughs> Thank God it needs C batteries. Six of them. Which six. also worries me. Because six, six is a lot of power. It's a lot of power. I was expecting like six double A's. <laughs> so currently you're sitting unscrewed. Um, sadly, Heather found the instructions how to load the gun. But uh, they're very oh, soft yeah. little squishy balls. Oh, let's see how soft and squishy darts, they are. Yeah. Like a bitch. <laughs> yeah. See how but soft like they the are. Really yeah, yeah. I mean, we've both died by Nerf gun before <laughs> in an episode. Yes, we have. You hear that luckily, fucking thing coming a mile away. <laughs> yeah, well, here in a mile away, and from looking at it, there's a three, there's a two-part safety on it. Mm. Which will definitely give it away, because she's totally going to forget, because there's the on-off switch. Okay. There's a trigger underneath the main trigger that you have to press, and then the main trigger. Okay. She's totally going to forget to push that the safety trigger and then she's gonna open the door and go, aha! And then I'm just, it's gonna be just going, Zzzz. I'm like, what? I can't and wait. And then I have this little pea shooter. Oh, but, but, uh, Anthony called me a son of a bitch, uh, because I wouldn't leave him undefended. I'm also, he also has something coming Thursday, along with a big old pack of batteries for both of them, because they will both require them, and I got enough for both of you. <clears throat> For anyone who's wondering, uh, it's you're lucky you're in Nebraska because if you're here, I would whoop your ass. It's a it's a Halo assault rifle Nerf gun that's motorized, uh, so he will also have a weapon. It was too fun. I saw it the first time around and I didn't get it because uh, I figured Heather trying to hold that thing would probably be awkward. 
that might ruin the fun for. I need to get something smaller. I found the one I did, uh, but then I couldn't help it. I got that one anyway. Uh, oh, plus, I figured you're going to need small things in her hands. Wait. <laughs> so moving on, let's go into our Hannah Barbera before uh, everyone clicks off this episode for how fucking dumb we're getting. I love Hannah Banana. Yeah, Hannah Bananas. Um, where do you guys? So where do you guys want to start? I have these kind of listed out, uh, going against each other the way I have them written and whatnot. So it doesn't really matter. However, you want to go. Hey, dealer's choice. Michael, I swear to God, if I don't get more enthusiasm from you, I'm gonna come through. But I'm gonna personally Listen. shove my foot up your ass. I worked all day, unlike Anthony, because some of us are responsible <laughs> adults and want to take a different day off later on the year. First week, second week of the new year. All right, well, I didn't hear a word Mike just said. <laughs> well, um, I don't know how much you heard, I heard. Not a lot. Editing. Can you hear me now? Yes. Yes. Okay, cool. Sorry, I don't know... There was a hiccup in the Wi-Fi, so I don't know, it happens. Uh, we do the best we can at the moment. Uh, anyway, there is a bit of a change. Uh, so animation characters follow its flow because uh, I kind of like the way we were putting that instead of action or comedy. On top of that, instead of out of five, I'm changing it to out of ten uh, to make it a bit easier. Because, uh, you know, obviously with the out of five, we've struggled a little bit trying to find the absolute best numbers. We all argue about which one means which. So out of ten, one out of, uh, one to ten, take your pick. But that's about it. And I got to tell you, on even out of ten, there is something in, in all of this that scored probably the lowest out of anything else. Uh, and it has a higher range now, so that's saying something. Shall we begin? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. <clears throat> so we're going to start uh, SWAT Cats, the Radical Squadron, uh, against C-Lab 2020. Uh, if there's anything you wish to say about either of them, say it now or forever hold your peace. <laughs> I've only seen one of these shows. Then which one is that? SWAT Cats. <laughs> it's honestly not too surprising. Uh, SWAT Cats has a lot more. So I'm gonna. Uh, we're gonna start with C Lab. So C Lab 2020, uh, much like. Space Ghost and Birdman before him, made by Alex Toth in 1972, had a parody that came out uh, that was called C Lab 2021. Uh, that aired on Adult Swim. But the original 2020 uh, had one season, 15 episodes. Uh, it was an underwater underwater research base uh, called Challenger Seamount, uh, run by Captain Michael Murphy, Paul Williams, Robert Murphy, Sally, Lieutenant Sparks, Hal Bryant, Gal, uh, Gail Adams, Ed Thomas, and Mrs. Thomas, a mother and son combo, and Jamie. Uh, and all of these people explore the oceans uh, and usually have to fight against giant squid or sharks or some other uh, environmental thing going on underneath the sea pretty basic it's not out of the ordinary no it doesn't sound out of the ordinary yeah no that one doesn't get it it looks like generic i remember a few episodes it is it is a very generic all i remember is c lab 2021 new show no see i know the c lab 
<laughs> I know the C Lab 2021 theme song better, which is uh, like that. I know that one better just because uh, I watched C Lab 2021 more because it was just fucking dumb and hilarious. <laughs> Anyway, so SWAT Cats is uh, who they're going against, uh, which they have not had a reboot, uh, but they almost did, and I'll, I'll get into that at the end, because uh, it was an interesting little tidbit that uh, I was able to dig up. So this came out in 93 to 94, so right at the time we were born, uh, but it because it was more popular with the kids, it, it did a lot of replays, uh, as you know. Uh, the creators of this one were Christian Yav- and Yvonne Tremblay. <laughs> Two seasons, uh, 25 episodes, one special. Uh, there were actually uh, 26 total episodes, but the last episode was cut uh, into... There were two episodes cut into two segments. That's how they put it. Uh there was also three unfinished episodes and two episodes that were never taken out of concept, uh, but could have made an additional five if they had ever been finished. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, Kickstarter 2014, they made a uh, campaign to revive SWAT Cats on Cartoon Network. However, even though they made over $140,000, Cartoon Network has yet to actually greenlight the remake. Uh so, you know, might never actually see the light of day. Who the fuck knows? Now, I just want to say, this isn't one of those shows that have a sexy person in it. Oh, fuck uh, no. That's the sexy cat lady. No, this but, isn't sexy um, cat lady at all. I just want to share my screen because something really funny came up, um, if you oh. would. So yeah, I just looked I up her, uh, Callie, and it's like, people also search for Fifi La Fume, Kitty Caswell, Minerva <laughs> Minx, Wuya, Gadget, Hack Wrench, Inspector <laughs> Yeah, there's sexy gadgets out there for sure. Oh no. Tyranny. Oh no. People do no. sex being horny on main here. Oh man, can we can we just stop a minute? Uh I see Carmelita Fox there. Uh Yes. <laughs> I mean, I mean, oh. goddamn! Oh, I just thought that it was so funny. That, that takes me back to being a kid and playing like, Sly Cooper, and every time she came on screen, just being like, "Oh God!" <laughs> just... Why is her feet there? Horny on main. Gotta love, gotta love people. But I just wanted to share that. Because I'm like, who is the sexy cat lady? Anyways. The uh, the characters of the show, Jake Razor Clawson and Chance T-Bone Furlong, uh, were the members of the Mega Cat City's paramilitary law enforcement agency, The Enforcers. But they crash land after disobeying uh, their Commander Farrell, the guy who overruns everything, his direct command to stand down from chasing Dark Cat, the arch nemesis of the series. 
Uh, they disappear, rebuild a jet out of shit they find in the junkyard, and they go on down to chase Darkat for the series, uh, the man who ruined their careers, and yada yada, and then they, but they're vigilantes, nobody knows who the SWAT cats are except for, uh, <laughs> except for the niece of General Farrell, it's a whole thing there, but, uh, for the most part, they're just vigilante-esque Ninja Turtle things, but they, they, like, make their own vehicles. Case it's in point. really funny because they look just like they do without, like, they put on the hat and they're like, oh my god, who are these people? Oh yeah, yeah no, that's exactly what happens. Uh, so they have a, self, a self-built three-engine junkyard military salvage jet called TurboCat, uh, which resembles, uh, I know Jeremy, uh, hopefully Jeremy listens to this, he'd probably know and jizz his pants. Uh, it's supposed to resemble a, a Bruman F-14 and a Sab Draken. Uh, they also have the cy- Cyclotron, the motorcycle built into the jet seats in case they have to uh, exit quickly. Turbo Mole, a drill rig that they've built. Hovercat, it's exactly what you think, a decked out Hovercat, uh, Hovercraft. Thunder Truck, uh, a Jeep tow truck combo. Uh, and then there's the Thunder Allies. <laughs> then there's the Allies. Oh. Deputy Mayor, Callie Briggs, Mayor Manx, uh, Goes golfing all the time, so you don't see him a whole lot. It's usually the deputy mayor having to deal with them. Uh, Farrell, who's a continued enemy. Lady. Yes, <clears throat> and then uh, Commander Farrell, uh, the, the you know General Farrell, there, the, the guy who they were supposed to deny the orders from. He becomes an enemy because they're constantly trying to fight who they are and they don't obey what they want. But Farrell's niece Felina helps them in season two. Uh, but that's SWAT cats. It's just a whole bunch of ridiculous, over the top action shit. I will tell you for SWAT cats, my numbers uh, overall were a 31. Uh, animation, a 9. I actually did go back and watch episodes, so don't think I'm, I'm going off of my own nostalgia. I actually did. I kind of like the animation. Uh, it's it's very much an it, it very much draws you into the action based stealthy thing that this it was going for. Got a 9. Character got a 7. Uh, it, they're they're basically what I expect out of it. Follow it flow, uh, follows its flow. I give it a 10 because it, it does exactly what it's supposed to. It's an action based thing, so they're constantly fighting some bad guy explosions and shit. Uh, and Tessa Time, I gave it a 5 because it did almost come back for a revival and it's still on the table. Cartoon Network just hasn't greenlit it, but from what I was able to dig up, it is still in talks. It's not something that they've just completely cast out, they just haven't done it. Uh, so that's where I stand on SWAT cats, the radical squadron. Yeah, SWAT cats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, f- for uh, SWAT cats, uh, I gave it a seven for animation style. Yeah, it's all right. It's okay. Oh, okay. Um, but again, this is not my personal cup of tea. Um, for characters, I gave it a seven as well. Oh, it was gonna fancy. be, uh, it was gonna be lower, but you know the horny on main really convinced me <laughs> that character design. <laughs> that. Um, follow their flow. I gave it a nine. It's very actiony. You know, it has some, those moments of comedy yeah. when they have that beat. Uh, Test of time. I gave it a three because <clears throat> no one really remembers SWAT cats. That's like fair. a fever dream. Yeah, the issue with SWAT cats is one of those ones of like the compilation videos that you see on Facebook. Be like, these are 90 cartoons that you forgot 
actually existed. And then you come on, you're like, oh yeah, fuck yeah, it's our cats. That's cool. Yeah. Can I? Those, those, those things make me so mad, man. I saw one the other day that was all about uh, fucking uh, top ten enemies that you forgot Godzilla fought. But like, it caught my interest for a second because I just wanted to see what all the hell they would actually put in there. Like, like bait. There's Ooh. nothing original in there. <laughs> like, here's King Kong. Remember when he fought King Kong? And yeah, that's Mothra? like number three. Remember when he like, fought Mothra? And then King Ghidorah, his arch enemy. Remember when he fought King Ghidorah? And then it was Mecha King Ghidorah? Like, no. What about, remember when he fought Mecha Godzilla? Like, yeah, that was a whole thing. <laughs> Did they really say Mecha Godzilla? <laughs> <laughs> God, like put in like, this, like King a... Caesar or something. <laughs> so dumb. remember when he fought the entire Japanese army? Yeah, every <laughs> fucking movie. That's when. That's remember. <laughs> Boy, remember when he fought Monster X, which is also King Ghidorah. <laughs> remember, remember when he fought Monster's evil twin brother, the Bat Butterfly thingy that I can't remember. Like, yeah, oh, it's Batra. Thank you. Oh my god! There's three, there's three movies devoted to it, and it's in the new one. Yeah, I remember. So uh, you know, speaking of that, did you guys, did you guys see the the footage that got put out uh, for the because Kong got bumped up? So people are assuming it's for the trailer that uh, you know. Uh, no, but, did you but I am to excited it? to watch that. No. What? Oh man. It's, I am it's holding so, it's, my dick in my hand. Until it, comes it, out. Is, it is literally only five seconds, and by the look of what was leaked out, it, it's like the beginning of whatever trailer they're going to be putting out, because it got bumped up to March, uh, which is, you know, I you know I covered over this, you know, we did the story with that they were in the legal battle, and, like, the outcome of that was to put it out two months early. Like, what kind of fucking legal battle was that, first off? Um, second off, Kong is the same size as Godzilla. It's gonna be a yes. monster of a fight. I'm so <laughs> Um can I, I don't know. Can I just cancel say... DLT that Friday? Because <laughs> it it was we literally the two second ending to the footage was Godzilla jumping out of the water and then Kong standing up and just bitch slapping him across the face and then that was it. And I'm like, oh, is that like how the trailer's gonna end? Or is like what is it exactly you're putting out with this? Because the beginning's all, all credit. All so, so. Um, what were saying, yeah. Mike? That Friday, we could just do a watch along and be the first podcast out to have anything on fucking Godzilla too. Oh my god, a monster! Like to hell with it. I'm uh, okay with that. Um, really quick though, I, I want to say one thing about uh, kaiju movies in general is if we're going to put this amount of money into a Godzilla movie that's going to go straight to home release, can I please just get Pacific Rim 3 with all the tie-ins <laughs> that I need? Thank you very much for taking requests. I feel Pacific Rim 2 did not do it justice. It deserves no, it a third didn't. one. Please, please. Gypsy, Gypsy Danger versus Ghidorah. Um, I would pay. I would I would risk COVID to see that in a movie. I would I would rent out the entire movie theater to watch the, I, uh... Uh, the Jaegers versus most of the kaijus from the Godzilla universe. The the, the only other thing I I will say with the the footage yeah. that they that they put out there, um, I actually might be excited to see this one, which is a new one on me because so far with the Godzilla stuff, it 
like Kong Skull Island I liked. Uh, but Godzilla, they keep doing that thing about making it too dark so you can't see him fight anything and then cut away quickly. What? But That's from... because it's supposed to be seen in 3D IMAX, but because... <laughs> That's not Only ever going to happen. Yeah, the <laughs> extra footage. <laughs> exactly. It's so dark. Anyway. It, you know. No, from, but Mike does have a point. They, it is meant can, to be seen in theaters. I have, I have an from even better idea. Showed. We can spin off. We can spin off this Godzilla universe right, right into Pacific Rim, where the Jaegers weren't working, and so they had to genetically engineer a monkey to fight <laughs> the kaiju's coming out of the rift. Like, I got it, guys. I fixed the movie. I fixed it. I like the idea still. They have two yeah. pilot. <laughs> one on you each shoulder. A, you still got a pilot that didn't have monkey? Yes. Like, like the Fuck fucking yes. angel and the devil whispering oh, into the Kong's ears. God, it's so good. <laughs> I want a remix of the Pacific Rim theme completely done no. by chimps. We just fixed. We just fixed both franchises, guys. <sighs> Congratulations, you heard it. I mean, it you here might first. as well add Dawn of the Planet TM, of the TM, Apes. TM, TM. No, it's <laughs> home. Boom. Like Caesar you know was made to pilot. Caesar's the only one that can drift with humans. It doesn't matter which human, but it has to be him. <laughs> <And> he... <laughs> we can't control the ape fully, so we engineered these smart apes. <laughs> You can control the ape, and the ape controls the big monkey thingy that we genetically engineered. Hey guys, real quick. What we just pitched, still a better movie than Wonder Woman 84. Still better than Wonder Woman 84 oh by God. far. So, fucking Saturday, I was helping my friends move. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Um, which, which friends? I was, I was curious uh, on that. Austin and Sam. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cause like I was in Lansing and when all this was going on, they sent the. Je- I'm like, where's Anthony at? He did what? I thought he'd just be home playing video games. Yeah, I w- I did too, but that didn't mean. <laughs> but, so everyone was like talking about Wonder Woman '84, and I'm like, guys, it's not good. Don't. <laughs> yeah, no. One and I was the only so one in the whole room who watched it. I'm like, I'm Don't. not gonna spoil it, but it's not good. Oh fuck me. So anyway, back to what we were talking about. Michael, what are you giving Swack? Sorry. <laughs> that 10 I stalled as long as I could. Sorry. 10 minute tangent. Talking I'm about mind drifting with Caesar. <laughs> you sensed it about Godzilla and it got us off, so it's your fault, <laughs> asshole. Who doesn't love Godzilla? Um, okay. So, oh, fuck. characters, I'm going to give a six. Um only because it's that Clark Kent vibe, and I hate the Clark Kent vibe where they just put on a mask, but it's, just put on a ma- it's a, still a different person. them, for fuck yeah. Christ. Um, animation style, I actually don't really like the animation style. I'm going to give it a four. It's, okay, it's yeah, very crude. Should. It's very crude to what I like, and that's saying something because I absolutely love Ed, Ed and Nettie and shit like that, so exactly. it's going to come back and bite me in the ass, but to me, watching this, it actually, it hurts my eyes. So uh, not as much. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, the flow of the show, I mean, it, it, it literally tells you what it is out front, right? It is yeah. SWAT cats, right? The super cool Radical Squadron, right? So I couldn't think of Radical, I'm sorry. SWAT so, I'm going to give it, um, Blue. I'm going to give it an 8, because it, it literally is that. 
Okay. It, it doesn't try to sell you on anything else. Like we had with the issue with the Pirate of Darkwater, right? Or the Pirate of oh, Darkwater. Yeah, like it tried true. to sell you on a concept that it that's wasn't. True. So, uh, and Test of Time, it actually gets a two uh, for much the same reasons that Anthony gave it. People don't remember SWAT cats until you look at a thing like SWAT cats and go, oh, yeah, SWAT cats existed. Yeah. And even then, your memory of SWAT cats is like, I think they were cool. Yeah. So, <laughs> so um, <clears throat> that will give SWAT cats a total of 77. Not to Not go to back on a, the tangent that we oh, were just we on. <laughs> I think Kazuki's going to come up in the new Godzilla movies. Kazuki. <laughs> <laughs> That part just throws me off in that theme song when it's like Godzilla, and then just Godzuki. Ages, it doesn't. Can, I hate it. Not, <laughs> not to go off on another tangent adjacent to this <laughs> tangent, but you know what I really miss about and what I think the God the current Godzilla movies and Kong movies are missing. What is that? What? That just that hint of racism that comes with like the <laughs> twin guardians. That sing to awaken Mothra, oh, no. the three-headed guy that like is the defender of King Ghidorah, just like the mystical aspect of it. Like, like I realize they're going science and technology oh, crazy Godzilla because that's the president's set. But at the same time, I want to CGI two twins that are like in the hands of the main protagonists that are singing to awaken Mothra to help save the world. It's missing. I mean, they kind of nodded to that in King of the Monsters where there's the two doctors who are twins. Yes, but it's not the same. Like, I need to be slapped across the face with the mysticism. Otherwise, I I can slap you across the face with something. I just don't know if you want that. Um, Also, just I wanted to bring this up as well since we're still talking about Godzilla. Um, (laughs) Gypsy Danger... 260 feet tall, weighing about two uh, 2,000 tons. Uh-huh. Go- Godzilla, uh, 393 feet tall. Okay. So, uh, weighing 99,000 so, tons. I mean, to be fair, in the first Pacific Rim, that, Pacific Rim, that would just be a level four anomaly. So, yeah. and they took on two of those motherfuckers and then yeah, nuked and it to shit. So... Penis. Just saying, we need limits on what the kaijus they fought too. I mean, we we did. It is confirmed that guys, nuking Godzilla would probably be the worst thing they could do. That yeah, no, hundred percent. That yeah, but yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. nuke them. Oh shit! Netflix has that three-part Godzilla animated series that they put out. I have either honestly of you guys have watched only watched it? one part. Okay. I have not. It, it doesn't get better the more you I watch it. I didn't think so. I couldn't even I'm get through episode one. I'm pretty sure there's, there's like supposed to be more parts that are never going to make it to the American coast. So as of right now, you know, the humans return to Earth after being gone 10,000 years and Godzilla's king shit and no one can stop him and that's where we're at so and that godzilla's like you know 
two hundred thousand yeah, meters he big, tall. Yeah, he a big boy. Uh, I big I boy. just I couldn't get into that one. Like you know, I'm all for it. No, it, if somebody wants to do something different, but that show just like Godzilla doesn't even act like Godzilla. Like he just wanders around aimlessly until yeah. they do something. Yes. And I'm like, this is boring as shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> like Godzilla I mean, doesn't it, fucking do anything. In the second part, it gets interesting, but it's 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 not. And you're right. It's not, it's. I'm all for people trying to take Godzilla, but the way they spun it, like it's a good story. Had it, it finished in like, but at the same time, you're right. It took. I think I started it six times before I was like, fine, it's a slow day at work. I guess I'm just going to watch Godzilla. And then like <laughs> when you sit down and actually watch it, you're like, all right, okay. And then you watch the second part. You're like, all right, okay. And then you watch the third part. And you're like, so it's, it's over or not. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I, I couldn't get it. Cause like my other problem was like, if you're going to have Godzilla, like where are the other monsters that he, he's supposed to fight? Yeah. I didn't see a whole lot of that going on. It was just a lot of, no, them looking at him walking aimlessly in the distance. Yes. Be like, oh, he's Godzilla. He'll come back for us. We have to get the weapon ready. And I'm like, he's not yes. even doing anything. He's literally yeah. wandering around like a brainless monster. <laughs> and then they're like, we have this super weapon. It's here to kill Godzilla. And then it it doesn't kill Godzilla. And you're like, well. It pisses him off. Just like, what was the point yeah. of that? Fuck. <laughs> What's the fucking point? Except oh, to turn uh, most of the people into zombies. Uh, Another fun Godzilla fact to bring yeah. us kind of back on topic. Uh, the Godzilla in the 1978 Hanna-Barbera is canonically heavier and taller than the King of the Monsters Godzilla. <laughs> he is the third largest Godzilla <laughs> Goddamn Christ. in the Godzilla canon. Holy shit. Well, of course, because he he can just uh, change his body uh, measurement to whatever he wants. That's what that show proves, right? Anyway, uh, so C Lab twenty twenty. Oh, Goddamn, uh, I gave C Lab a twenty four. <laughs> uh, animation a seven. Uh, characters a five. Uh, follow its thing a six. And test of time, uh, I gave it a, uh, a six as well. Uh, only because it also got the rebob twenty twenty one, and it had quite a few seasons on there, so. I mean, it actually did come yeah. back for something, but it's, it, I don't think, I don't like it better than SWAT cats. So it, it didn't get the SWAT cat treatment for me. Uh, whichever one you want to go first on that one, uh, you feel free to let me have your mind about C-Lab. Go ahead, Anthony. All right. So <clears throat> animation style, I gave it a six, you know, it's got a kind the older style that I'm a kind of a fan of, but at the same time, not. So it's like, eh. So it gets a little bit above uh, average. Uh, characters, I gave it a two because they're just a bunch of knockoffs of other Hanna Barbera characters. Yeah, yeah, for the most part, yeah. Um, follow their flow, you know, I gave it a seven because I mean it's kind of hard to not follow his flow. But I, I haven't seen in God knows how long, so I don't fully remember episodes. And it's setting the test basic. of time. Yeah, I, I assumed. Yeah, um, but uh, following the test of time, I gave it a seven. Because you know, see that twenty twenty one people probably know for that, and you know, the mm-hmm. seven, yeah. <clears throat> Michael. Okay, so we're gonna do this in reverse order this time. So test of time, it actually it's gonna get a four. Um, it's even with the reboot, n- no one watched this, <laughs> mainly because it's a lost in space spiff. Yeah, I will that, give them I mean, credit for of. having the Tolkien black character though. 
so that's fun. <laughs> uh, flow will get a five because it, again, it's it's not trying to be anything that it's not. It's not selling me in a whole much. Uh, animation style, I'm going to give a five as well. A little bit easier, but it's still that shaky animation style. And then for characters, um, I'm going to give them an eight only wow. because, right? Only because the Tolkien black character and also Ross Martin played Paul Williams. And I love Ross Martin. Now you're going to ask me, who's Ross who's Martin? Martin? Who's Ross Martin? They, he is from Wild Wild West, the old old series and he plays marty he plays the really smart scientist dude he plays calvin klein yes he plays calvin klein so they had actually had quite a few interesting i uh, I did not know that yeah neither did i until i googled it but holy damn not to get off a tangent but man the original wild wild west is fun yeah we're not gonna get off on a tangent on that one <coughs> so, I like I like how real quick we're gonna get off on a little tangent. In the in the in the old series, um Dr. Loveless is just like a little person, and then when they rebooted it with Will Smith, he's just a person cut in half, which yeah. is not really it's it's not good by any means, I mean... but it's still funny. Yeah, it's fine. And tangent, we can go on the next cartoons now. Okay. So up next, ladies and gentlemen, we have quite a, a little trade for you all. Tom and Jerry kids are going to go up against the Pound Puppies. The cute, adorable little fuckers. I have so many thoughts on Pound Puppies. <laughs> oh, boy, do I have fucking thoughts. Uh, so Tom and Jerry kids, we'll start there, because uh, I do also have some interesting little tidbits uh, that I missed when we, we did a whole episode about Tom and Jerry, uh, but really it was just more about their history, uh, kind of the different series they went through different people that actually had hands in creating shit uh tom and jerry has a very long fucking history it's the tom and jerry kids gotta be there where all the action is tom and jerry but tom and jerry kids was something that came out uh in the 19 1990 to 1993 uh, it was the second series ever produced of Tom and Jerry uh, by Hanna-Barbera since 1975 when they stopped doing uh, Tom and Jerry original cartoons, uh, which then it was picked up by a few other people. Again, we have a whole episode about that. Anyway, uh, this show uh, obviously included Spike and Tyke and also Droop, uh, Droopy Dog, who we'll talk about later today, uh, and his son Dribble uh, were also extra parts on the Tom and Jerry show. Uh, Tom and Jerry Kids is also known Tom and Jerry Kids show... Uh, but a lot of people just throw off the the show from it, and it's just, uh, as we said. Anyway, only two episodes of uh, Blast Up Buzzard were ever made for this, which was another short, uh, which was originally a Care Bear short they threw in here, but it only had a couple segments in season four, uh, which was the last. Uh, had a total of 65 episodes. A uh, fun little tidbit I had was that in Mexico, there is a comic Lay. series called Tom and Jerry Kids, that came out with this show and was preceded by a Tom and Jerry comic only found in Mexico. Oh, that's, that's fun. fact. I gotta say my, my people really love them. Some fucking old cartoons. Oh dude, Tom and Jerry kids like straight up just follows beat for beat. What Tom and Jerry was, they just updated the animation style to like pub named Scooby-Doo that we would see it around the same time. 
Uh, it was just a cleaner animation style, uh, something you saw in a lot of 90s tunes. But for the other than that, the Tom and Jerry themselves didn't talk. Uh, but there was a lot of like that slapstick, slapstick comedy and like them moaning or groaning sometimes. Uh, but I will say it did get hurt in its points overall. Originally, I had it scored kind of high because I enjoy it because I like Tom and Jerry. And Tom and Jerry kids, not much different. Except for the thing that made them lose some points in the end was uh, anytime there was a talking character that I found that was in the main skits with them, they were annoying as fuck. So characters got hurt there because they were just always super high-pitched and annoying as shit. And I don't know why they did that with every character that came in talking into Tom and Jerry's little thing. Anyway, they go up against uh, Pound Puppies. It's the Pound Puppies! Uh, which, if you follow us on social media, at OddcastN or Oddcast Network anywhere, uh, I actually posted a photo of a Pound Puppy uh, and realized in my research I actually had one of these growing up uh, at my great-grandma Anderson's house. Because uh, one of my one of the grandkids, uh, either my mom or my uncle or one of them, uh, had a pound puppy from the '80s, and uh, she had one. So I actually had one growing up that I'd play with uh, whenever I was at her house. So I actually knew what the fuck these were. Anyway, they're a Tonka toy line that was uh, given Tonka. a <laughs> Tonka making a stuffed animal was the weirdest thing I had to read about this because I only <laughs> know them for trucks and shit. So. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, they had a special in 1985 uh, that was later produced into a series by Hanna-Barbera from 86 to 87, uh, and it was all just to promote sales of the Tonka Pound Puppy toys. Uh, they had two seasons, 26 episodes. Uh, the characters, uh, you got Bright Eyes, Nose Marie, Katrina Stoneheart, Bradiana, Captain Slaughter, Holly, Cooler, Howler, Barkerville, Whooper, and Scrounger. Uh, it also has a second series that was started. In it's really sad, but like as you were reading it, your voice got dumber and dumber because of how bad the cartoon is. <laughs> That's not an indicator. I don't know what is, gentlemen. If you want to re-listen to that, go ahead and just hit the back button twice on your podcast app, rewind a minute, and watch Jared go from this. Talking about pound puppies, but this talking about the pound puppies. Who doesn't know the pound puppies, though? Got a good scratching with the belly bellies, yeah. Go scratch Fuck behind the guys. ears. Fuck you guys so hard. I just want to say, personally, I prefer the second pound puppy series. Uh, well, my other where thing it was about a Hogan Heroes parody. Yeah. Uh, the 80s version of Pound Puppies, the original show, uh, it was fucking 101 Dalmatians. I'm going to say, because I did watch an episode. They and were fucking 101 Dalmatians? God damn. <laughs> now, the the villain of the series, of the of like the episodes I was able to find, is basically a Corella Duville type lady, but with red hair. But she does the same exact thing of like, she just comes to take puppies to do whatever the hell she wants with. And then the Pound Puppies show up to save them from misery. And that's the whole point of the Pound Puppies. It's just 101 Dalmatians, but with a Hogan's hero of puppies that come to save them. So that's that. Yeah, Um, yeah, it's really weird because, like you said, Tonka made this. Yes. 
Talk yes. Two TV shows. Go Bots and Pound Puppies. <laughs> we have mentioned every single Tonka cartoon show. I think you're you're also missing a couple good points for Pound Puppies. <clears throat> in that, that the voice of Scrounger, Mr. Okay. Scrounger, it's freaking Frank Welker. Well, you see that, Mr. Uh, Frank Welker, for you, Scrounger. And Bright Eyes is Nancy Cartwright. Ah, oh, I don't know who that is. Nancy Cartwright? I believe I'm she sure I would know the name. The Simpsons. Uh, yeah, uh, if, she I, Bart. if I remember, I think I had yeah, that written that's... down at one point. Uh, yeah, yeah, she's she, Bart. Uh, and Frank, she played Bright Eyes. Frank Welker is Scrounger. I mean, we should all know I mean, who Frank Welker is at this point in time. Cause oh, we're yeah. So. Yeah, you, you know, he, he, he voiced Garfield and Garfield gets real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. that's the titular thing I know him from. Uh, how do Wait, you isn't know? that the thing we all know him from? Well, I killed the room. Uh, so Tom and Jerry kids... Uh, <laughs> waiting after. I was waiting with bated breath. Uh, so Tom and Jerry kids... Uh, Overall, I got a 31 again. Drop this. Uh, seven animation, eight character, uh, follows its thing, uh, nine, and uh, test of time, a seven. Uh, so overall, we uh, got, 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 him, uh, got him that. Uh, Anthony or Micah, whichever one of you want to go first. All right, which one are we doing first? Uh, Tom and Jerry Kids. Uh, so Tom and Jerry Kids Some get a... Let me, let me flip back to my uh, notes real quick. Sorry, here's me flipping. Um... Characters is an eight. Animation wow. is a seven. Flow is a six. Really? And test of time is a four. Can I ask what uh what made you rank the, the flow as only a six? Um, I mean it's a comedy show. It's slapstick. But oh, it's, you don't you don't like slapstick, do you? No, I, I I like slapstick, but the issue is is with Tom and Jerry, there was no true filter on it. So uh, like you could just drop an anvil on Tom's head and it's fine. Tom and Jerry Kids was, I'm not saying censored, but I'm like reanimated to be more kid friendly. So it's not fair, the same thing that if you were watching Tom and Jerry and then immediately Tom and Jerry Kids, you'd immediately notice the difference in the comedy styling because it's not straight up Tom eats dynamite and gets blown up, it's, you know, he gets his thumb you know caught what? in the door. You know, that that is a fair point. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm going to bring my... And I just, I remember these shows so vividly in my head, so... I'm going to bring also, mine down from a 9 to a 7. Uh, that's a fair point. So, uh, I didn't mean to convince be... anyone. Uh, so instead, I just, I'm, I'm the king at trying, I'm the king of both knowing nostalgia and then also crushing it, so... Because... <laughs> If you want to know, if you want to know the test of time as well, it's because no one remembers Tom and Jerry kids. Um, I mean, you do and you don't. You remember it mainly because you know Tom and Jerry, and you know there was a subsequent series. But that's about it. Fair enough. It's not like it's not like you had Looney Tunes and Baby Looney Tunes. It's not the same kind of play. Okay, I, I mean that's a fair enough point. 
Uh, Anthony, and, um, and where are you sitting? Are you agreeing with Mike here, or are you... Uh, yes, yeah, so, uh, first off, Mike, uh, I really want you to get a tattoos. Uh, one on each side, <laughs> one says nostalgia, the other one says crusher. <laughs> Maybe I'll do that for the one-year anniversary of the podcast. <laughs> we all get a tattoo. Um, no, no, I, I agree with Mike. You know, um, personally... Yeah. Uh, we'll just start with, uh, with uh, Flo, Follow Their Flow and Test of Time. I gave Follow Their Flow a six, um, mainly for the very similar reason Mike pointed out, where okay. it was a it was a softer cartoon than Tom and Jerry. It was yeah, watered it was. down Tom and Jerry. Yeah, that's, I, what I guess I, so. that's what I couldn't think of how. That's a good phrasing. That's a good phrasing. Yeah. Um, and for Test of Time, I, I did like give it a one. Watered down. Um, I gave it a one because... Again, like Mike said, no one fucking knows Tom and Jerry kids. Uh, all right, so uh, then characters and animation. How do you, how you stand in there? Um, animation, I gave it a seven. You know, it's a nice, smoother animation. It's we on all the agree on animation. Um, I'm, I'm personally, I'm not always a big fan of taking something and chibifying it. Not always my uh, cup of tea. Yeah, that's fair enough. We all agreed on on uh, animation, though. All seven. And characters, it's a six. You know, it's Tom and Jerry, but not Tom and Jerry. Watered down Tom and Jerry. So it, it is what it is. I mean, I don't see Tom, I don't see this Tom going to sit on a railroad track waiting for the train to kill him because a girl broke up with him. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Yeah. No, that happens in Tom and yeah, Jerry. Tom the girl broke up with episode. I don't think this is yeah, correct. I, I totally didn't influence my decisions later in life. You can look at the uh, So, Pound the Puppies. And, <laughs> so... and fucking Jerry's like, oh, look, uh, this will never happen to me because my girl loves me. And then she fucking zooms off with another mouse and then he sits down next to Tom. So Pound Puppies, I gave them a 15. Uh, animation, I gave a 6. Uh, character, a 5. Follow their thing, a 3. And Test of Time, a 1. Uh, because I honestly didn't even know that that stuffed animal my, my great-grandmother had was a Pound Puppy. Because uh, I never really looked into it past being a child. Uh, but then when I saw it, I knew exactly what it was. Uh, so it gets a fucking 1. Uh, so I got a 15 overall. Uh, you guys, how, do you, how are you feeling? Alright, so this is going to run into the same issue that I have with a lot of Hanna-Barbera stuff, and it's the anthropomorphized uh, animals, but not done well. For example, (laughs) and I hate going back to this, I I like Looney Tunes far better than I liked uh, Tom and Jerry. With Looney Tunes, at this point in time, you had bugs, but he wasn't living in a house. He was living in his hole, and Daffy was living in a pond. Pound puppies, you actually have, like, dogs living in houses being anthropomorphized hey guys let's go save the pound puppies yeah it's just not it's not i i don't like that kind of that um well what you mean you don't like this kind of show (laughs) characters four animation three flow is three (laughs) test of time is four so let that be where it lies i don't like the pound puppies I think it was a cheap ploy. I actually think it was probably a toy first and cartoon second. Probably. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, uh, also, that if you squint to that brown dog, it kind of looks like a bear. <laughs> it has a tie on. We're going to have an issue. Uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, just look up a picture of the pound puppies. 
That's amazing. Uh, Anthony, or go back and listen to the Yogi Bear episode. What? Yeah, you could do that too. Well, um, first, I do want to apologize because uh, Peter Cullen is another act voice actor on here, and Peter Cullen did not point that out when Peter Cullen. Cullen. You say that one more time, I'm going to break up with you. Cullen. How dare you disrespect Mr. Peter Cullen himself? Fucking the Predator. Colon? Optimus Prime. Colon? So it's really funny how fucking both Frank Welker and Peter Colon were in this show again. Uh, but for animation style, I gave it a five. Eh, eh. It's, it is what it is. Yeah, I, I wasn't impressed. Um, characters, I gave it a one. Just because every time your voice dropped, I lowered a different point. <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, yeah, I'm kidding you. I, I gave it a one because the characters are terrible and not really remarkable, and they're terrible named. Um, Fowler Flo, I gave like it a howler. Three. What about Cooler? What about Little Old Scrouncher? But what about like just, Barkerville? They're pale. They they want to be something and they're not. Michael has muted himself. <laughs> Probably because he's fucking like, I want to murder that jerk. Um, no, but I, I'll tell you the story in a little while while I muted myself. So he's just sticking a thumping off his butt. Um, Tessa's uh, flower of the flow. I gave it a three, and Tessa's time I gave it a two. Um, mainly because it was remade into a series, and I thought of that series sorry, before I thought of this flow. other series. Uh, follow a uh, three. Okay, I thought so. Which I still think is funny that Pound Puppies got remade into a, another show because after it got purchased oh, no, by, yeah. you know, it's when I saw, I didn't even know that there was a 2010 series of this fucking show until I actually looked into it. Because again, I didn't, I've heard of Pound Puppies, but. I've never really fully watched it as a kid, and uh, you know stuffed animal thing. It took them over what thirty years or so to make a fucking se- it, or almost thirty years to make some kind of sequel for this thing. Like it, it's definitely definitely over three years. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Um, uh, four years. I'm sorry. What? Uh, 24 years. 24, thank you. I thought, uh, yeah, I was thinking close to 30, but I, uh, then I thought it was halfway I mean, through the 80s. So it's like, oh, not quite. Uh, so thank you. Uh, so yeah, uh, Pound Puppies overall, they get a 38. Uh, we all scored it super low. Uh, so of course, Tom and Jerry Kids moves on. It's really a big surprise. Okay. So I muted myself because there are children around this neighborhood now. And, oh, no. um, they think it's fun to do a federal crime and uh, open people's mailboxes and stuff like that. And so I heard them outside of the window and I just scared the shit out of them by yelling, Hey, go home. And so, yeah, that's why I had to meet myself because I heard them opening and closing mailboxes and had to yell out the window and scare the shit out of them. Fuck so, those kids. That's a federal crime. Calling the cops. I'm going to call your mother. Uh, anyway. Please lotion me. 
Notice me, father. Uh, anyway, so Flintstone kids uh, going against the pup named Scooby Doo. Uh, I gotta be completely. I want to be completely straightforward with everyone and com uh, you know transparent. Whatever. Uh, I am so one hundred percent biased for a pup named Scooby Doo, um, despite oh. how anyone else here in this show might feel or anyone at home. My two favorite Scooby Doo shows of all time, forever and always, and confirmed today when I tried to go back and watch more Pup Named Scooby Doo, I turned into a giant child again, are Where Are You Scooby Doo and A Pup Named Scooby Doo. They are my two favorite incarnations of Scooby Doo ever fucking made. Uh, a Pup Named Scooby Doo, the theme song intro alone, always gets me singing and dancing. I don't know why, it's just super catchy and it gets stuck in my head. Uh, so I'm very biased on this bracket, uh, and I don't apologize for it. Uh, go fuck yourself. So Flintstone Kids, uh, let's start there. 86 to 88, uh, two seasons, 34 episodes. Does not have a laugh track. Let's start there. Uh, it was the first Flintstone series to not have one. Uh, now, I just uh, want to say, I have the connection. I know exactly why. Oh, why is that? <laughs> Clearly, ah! the laugh track is held within Barney and Fred's stubble. They don't have stubble, no laugh track. <sighs> I hate you so much. I thought you were going to say because it's not funny. So. <laughs> <laughs> that, too. Like... Whoop, damn, so, I, you made it funnier joke <laughs> than I did. God, so, uh, the Flintstone kids, uh, the namesake, exactly what it is, is that it's the ki Flintstones as children, uh, with their best friends, uh, Nate Slate, Philocourt, uh, Phil Quartz, and Dream Chip Gemstone, uh, and they face against, uh, a lot of the time, their neighborhood bullies, uh, which is Rocky Rat Rock, Tommy, Flabstone, Janet Granite, and their dog, Stalagbite. Damn it, Janet. Granite, Janet. Uh, damn it, Janet. Uh, yeah, either way. Uh, so that's uh, Flintstone Kids. I don't have much to say about it other than it, it's not much more than oh. what you expect. Uh, any, it, uh, you know what I really like about it? I'm trying to figure out how to put it. Uh, what's that? Um, it was another segmented show where it yes. had different, like like uh, Tom and Jerry Kids, where there's it was different a fucking pieces. Thing. I'm stupid. <laughs> uh, well, the only way I can describe like the actual Flintstone Kids segment, uh, it, it kind of like Family Guy when they did the the like the throwback Halloween thing of them all as kids. That's every episode of this show. Yeah. Yep. It's really the best way I can put it for all of you. Uh, on the other hand, <clears throat> my biased, a pup named Scooby Doo. There's a mystery in town. So call the coolest pop around. Oh, Yeah. 
run from 1988 to 1991, uh, four seasons, 27 episodes, was the first series made about the younger version of the gang and served as a revival of Scooby-Doo after the fallout they had uh, in the late 70s there we talked about. Because uh, obviously we talked about it last time uh, with Scooby-Doo, uh, which is they had Where Are You Scooby-Doo and Scooby-Doo New Movies, and then it started to fall off, so they did Scooby-Doo Scrappy to try to save it. That went horribly wrong. They did 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo, which caught interest, but it wasn't it wasn't enough for kids to save it. Uh, things had kind of died off, and then they got a pup named Scooby-Doo, uh, kind of like we saw with Flintstone Kids around the same era. It was just a way to try to revive things and get kids back into it. I hate Flintstone kids. I'm not gonna lie. I don't. I don't really. I didn't really care for it then. Don't really care for it now. A pup named Scooby Doo, though. As I've said, I fucking love this goddamn show. Um, really, that's it. Uh, they just. Uh, they also have the bully Red Herring, which is fucking hilarious because uh, he's always a red, red herring. herring. Um, well, not always. I mean, usually. it took me until I was 25 to get that joke, so it flew over my head. <laughs> that's just so sad. Gross. Uh, we're not, gonna, we're not going to acknowledge it. Mike just said that. Uh, so no, no I agree with Mike. <laughs> when I, the first time I heard red herring used you as thought like, it was a oh, it's a fake thing. I'm like, oh my god, red herring. I mean, it's not like people go around saying, well, that's a red herring. Nowadays. The sad thing is, is I'm lying to you guys. I just realized it as we were talking about it right now. Are you for real? Please tell me you're kidding. I mean. I'm really not. I guess I never really stopped to think of his name. It was always yeah, that's just why they, uh, red. I never every time really they thought would catch the as... bad guy early on, they'd unmask it and it would be red. Be like red herring, and then the real villain would come in because he was a red herring. Yeah, I just uh. realized it. <laughs> I probably realized it before, but it's just coming back to me. Yeah, um, my my favorite thing about this is it proves that puppy characters in the Scooby-Doo universe aren't completely assholes and make everyone want to kill themselves. Wait, what? Fair. That in the Scooby-Doo universe, they can make a puppy and not make people want to kill themselves. I'm making yeah. a reference to Scrappy. Scrappy. Oh. We did a we did a whole issue, yeah. a whole special on Gold Loops in Spring. So... Oh yeah, please go back and check that. <laughs> go back and check it out. <laughs> um, life finds a way. <laughs> life uh, finds a way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, we got a pup named Scooby Doo. We got Flintstone kids. Jesus Christ! I I really do. I really do love pup named Scooby Doo. Uh, it was it was very colorful. It was very. It, it was just Scooby-Doo, but he was a puppy. We, they did exactly what the namesake was. I have a lot of fun with it. Um, and mainly just, like, the red herring thing always just made me laugh. Especially realizing, like, I realized what red herring was when I was a teenager. Uh, and it was on in the gym room when we were in high school all the time. And, uh, yeah, when they put my name's Jared. Room. I'm going to rub it in because Mike's an idiot. But it's fine. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> trying. God damn it. Fucking dick. So, a pup named Scooby-Doo. Okay, I get it, okay? You're smarter than me, even though you talked like an idiot for the last one in the pound puppy. I'm sorry I made fun of you. Gosh, can we just move on now, Jared? Jeez. I don't know. Does my penis hang north or south? I'm pretty sure it's going straight west right now, sir. Straight west. So, pup named Scooby-Doo, uh, I gave it a full 40. Uh, so, let's start with Damn. Flintstone Kids, because that Ooh. one, it didn't get a perfect score. Uh, as I said, I'm very biased. That's why I'm relying on YouTube for this one. Uh, Flintstone Kids. Animation, I gave it a six. Uh, 
it, it's a lot like a pup name or Tom and Jerry kids. It's just, I don't like that show overall. Like I really just didn't care for it at all. Uh, characters, I gave it an eight because for the most part, it's the same fucking characters as Flintstones. And I like, they changed a ton. They just added some enemies. Uh, but I will say, like, I would give it a 10 on that just because, like, oh, the same characters. They lose points, especially because they're fucking dog. Stalagbite. That just bothers me on a per- Just for some reason, that bothers me. Bowman <laughs> <laughs> um, Flow, I gave it a 5. And Test of Time, I gave it a, uh, a 5 as well. 34 overall. You see, you see the problem is, is that they had a, uh, a Don't Do Drugs episode. Oh, they so, did. Uh, I remember that. They did indeed. And uh, what are you giving it? Oh, I'm giving it my dick. No, I'm kidding. Um, Dino's too young. They are all um, too young. <laughs> yeah, you might no actually have to bleep that there, out. You might literally have to censor that. I think I'm going to have to censor Otherwise, that one. Otherwise, Anthony's going to be a pedophile. Yeah. Ah, have, have you seen Fred's mom in that? This, she looks like no. Fred in a wig. That's that's horrifying. We have a lot to unpack there, but we do not have time tonight. So, um, so yeah, for first was good. I gave it a six for animation style. Okay, because again, is it? I I'm always a big fan of taking things and just making them chibied, making them small. And yeah, cute so I, no I, I didn't I didn't care for this one. I really didn't. Also, Fred without a, without facial hair is it's very weird. cursed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, characters, I gave it a two because garbage. Hate it. Um, <laughs> Follow the flow. I gave it a two because it's garbage and I hate it. And test of time is it's a one because it's garbage and I hate it. <laughs> it's a ter- you know, it, it, yeah, it comes down to this watered down Flintstones, which is saying yeah. because the Flintstones has been watered down for like ages. The issue have we d- we did a Flintstones episode right with Hanna Barbera or were they out of these brackets? Uh, no, we we did we did talk about Flintstones. Uh, they were in the first bracket. First the, the Jensen's, Jensen's right? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, it's been so long. I can't remember if I said it because I haven't gone back <laughs> and really listened to that episode that closely. But I fucking oh. hate the Flintstones. Yeah, yeah they're just like Logan like Bear to me. It's so it's basically it the same have a laugh track. That it needs a laugh track because I'm not sure when it's funny. <laughs> like Big Bang Theory, you don't know when to laugh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like the Big Bang Theory, so I take shots fired, but that's fine. Wow. So animation style, six, and then ones all the way across the board because it's hot garbage. It's disgusting. It's not even fun. I don't understand it. I'm not going to watch it. You could be like, hey, Mike, I'll pay off your entire student loan debt if you have to watch the entire series just, of the Flintstones kids. And I would probably not do it. So, <laughs> yeah, that's how much I don't like the Flintstones kids. And that's saying something. Well, that gives them, uh, gives them a score of 54, uh, with Michael giving them the lowest score of a 9. <laughs> God damn, not even pounding. I think it's right because I think you gave it the highest score. Uh, I did. Yeah. I did. Uh, the only thing it was going to get a perfect on for me was character, but then again, I, I, I just couldn't with some of the names. Uh, Pup Name Scooby Doo, as I said already, I gave it a 10 across the board. Uh, I fucking love this show. Shut it on all you want. Doesn't change a fact. It's one of my top favorites. So debate amongst yourselves how you feel. All right, Mike, do you want to shit on it first or shall I? 
No, I, I can't shit on it. I have far too much nostalgia for this, and I'll get into it because it I, is what I it is. It. So it wasn't a poorly done right. version. Let's make it's a real better. shit sandwich. So, so Jared's it's, bread, your shit, and I'm bread. So it it, it is All better right. than um, the version they give you in Scoob. Jared, yes. you had your you had your soapbox, and you chose to remove it. I'm making a good show. Animation style, I'm giving it a six. Again, it's taking something great and making it small and cute. I mean, they've done it the best because it's not all generically cute. But, eh, so. I say, have you um, seen characters, Fred? I think, is a seven. What, you think that he's really cute? No, I'm saying, you just have you seen their character designs? Yeah. You probably still fuck Daphne because um, you're apparently you're a pedophile now, so. You have to establish well, that well first off, Daphne is not my type. Oh, Velma. I'm right. a Velma man. Yeah, you're into the, yeah, you're into the glasses. You. This is um, your intervention. So, character. Wait, you quit interrupting me. Do you want my answer or not? <laughs> if you interrupt me more, I'm going to lose points. Go on, yeah, and we won't vote for it to go on to the next round, regardless what it's up against. So, just let it fucking <laughs> continue. I'm, I'm gonna let you know, Pup Name Scooby Doo isn't gonna win. That's what but, you think. Uh, so, if characters, it gets a seven because you know it's, it's all right. I'm a pairing. I like that whole the panic joke. I like Fred as an asshole. You know, they're they're all like they're kid versions of themselves. It was great. Yeah. I'll follow their flow. We get an eight. Nice. Because you know it's Scooby Doo as well. Uh, Test of time. We get a four. Damn. And that's what it comes down to because Scooby Doo has been remade and revamped so many times. But the pup name Scooby Doo hasn't really been brought back or the idea of it hasn't really returned. I mean, they hinted it's been at it a lot. Replaced with new things. I... Nah. It hasn't gotten its what? own full fledged series like this did, but they, they use it in Art other things cool. where it's like, remember when he was a puppy, this or that. I think Nickelodeon did a. Maybe this Cartoon Network did did like the series where it's the meeting of Shaggy and Scooby for the first time live action. So yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, it wasn't no. good. No, no, definitely not good. No, no. None of the Cartoon Network stuff called. was good. They also made an Ace Ventura sequel. But, uh, that was terrible. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> that's that's my two cents. Um, so Mike, all all on you now. I mean, I have a great nostalgia for this, but as we're very well aware, I'm fairly decent at taking off the rose-colored glasses to talk about a cartoon You did that series. to yourself with Beetleborgs. Oh, Crusher. It's, it's a blessing and a, it's a it's a blessing and a curse. Um so characters <laughs> characters are going to get a, a 7. It's the same Scooby-Doo characters. They're yep. just small and cute. Fred's an asshole and a, he's <laughs> a, the issue I have is dude. Fred is an idiot. Daphne's all about looks, which carries over to older, but Kind of. Velma has small legs, and I love the animation style of her running. It's just so adorable. And then Shaggy and Scooby haven't come into their stoner lifestyle yet, so why are they always eating? So, yeah. Yep. Anyway, uh, animation? Uh, Four. Hmm. Not a fan of the animation style. I mean, it's basically the same as the um 
Flintstones kids, and I'm giving it a slight boost because it is Scooby Doo. Uh, the flow, uh, I am gonna give it a nine. It is a Scooby Doo show. Like it's, it's. Ex- I mean, you know what Scooby Doo is, so you know what to expect out of this show. It's not gonna deviate from that terrible lot, except for like the one or two times where it actually was the red herring as the main villain of the series. I think it was like a high school science or a school science project that got yeah. vandalized in that episode. Uh, and stand the test of time. It's gonna get a six. Uh, they keep trying to do stuff with young Scoob and stuff like that. When really, if you just did more home release videos like the four, you know, I think it would go over so much better than keeping trying to reboot every fucking five years. So I agree with that. I I actually do very much agree with that. Uh, Mm Uh, I mean, a pub named Scooby Doo. It was a well-received cartoon when it came out. Oh, absolutely! Uh, it, it lasted longer in terms of spinoff series than a lot of the other ones did. Not many of them made it to pass to season two. So I'm <laughs> just saying, well, it's really most shocked of the other ones. Is just looking at like the all the television series. Um, a pub named Scooby Doo came out right before What's New Scooby Doo. Yes. Like not like. Not like timeline, time wise, but like there was a eleven year gap between Scooby cartoons. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I'm not saying that pup named Scooby Doo made them have to revamp the whole show, but I don't think it was that. No. Uh, I think and no, it wasn't. No, because they, uh, they when we covered over the movies. But when we covered over uh, Scooby-Doo, a lot of the reason they had to do the Scrappy-Doo stuff uh, was because the investors that they had when they first started had left and moved on to other things. So they had to, like... Basically, the people who were the creative influence had left, and they had to revamp even how to approach the show without the same people that had always been there for backing on it uh, not being there. Uh, So we got this weird flux of shows. uh, Scooby-Scrappy, 13 Ghosts, and now Pup Named Scooby-Doo, which was just the... Basic Hollywood shit, uh, changing a power in hands. Uh, but anyway, uh, Pup Named Scooby-Doo moves on very easily uh, with a 90 compared to... Uh, yeah, I'm not even going to bother with that. Uh, so Pup Named Scooby-Doo goes on... Uh, uh, number. A 54. Okay, thank you. It's just because I'm curious. If I'm curious, I'm sure our audience would be curious. Yeah, I, you, know what, you know what? The audience can suck my balls. Uh, because what are they, what are they doing for me? Just kidding. I love every single one of you. Uh, thank you for listening to this episode. <laughs> for the uh, record, if you want to talk to Balls, just email him you know, at oddcastnetwork at gmail.com and I'll let him know just exactly how you do want to suck his balls. I uh, want the most riveting story. If you send in the most riveting story so before of we do that, you sucking Jared's balls, I will read it, send it, and record it, and, and he can put it out as like a bonus. Actually, uh, that's not... Oddcastmedia uh... at gmail.com. Yeah, there we go. Oddcast Media. Uh, yes, uh, they will actually be in the description. I'll make the sounds and everything. I'm going to hold them to that, so if you feel free, oddcastmedia at gmail.com, yeah, send please. it in. I'm going to hold please. them to that. I have nothing better to do with my life. My life is a shit gambling <laughs> toilet spiral, so. Oh my god. So anyway, moving on. We <laughs> 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 Uh, we've got the uh, the OG Tom and Jerry uh, going against Droopy Dog. Uh, Droopy Dog. So Tom and Jerry, 
Well, so we did a whole fucking episode about Tom and Jerry. It, it's had multiple different people animate it, write it, change it for TV, for movie to TV, all that shit. Uh, Chuck Jones even helped with it, not only making new shows, but also uh, reanimating old movie shorts into TV. But uh, in general, 1940 to 1967, uh, pretty long for the original ones, uh, and then it started changing hands back and forth between people. Uh, but yeah, Tom and Jerry, very basic, slapstick, cat Tom chases around with Jer- uh, Jerry the mouse, and uh, ensues, there's a racist uh, house owner, originally housekeeper, that they then turned into house owner, There was a black lady, and we all know it. Uh-huh. Uh, that was the thing. Uh, it goes against now, the by racist, I mean, It was a racist caricature, not that the character was racist. Yeah. No, no, was she was racist face, herself. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, Droopy Dog uh, opposed Tom and Jerry, believe it or not, uh, originally when it came out, because this one was, uh, f- well, no, I guess I guess not really opposing. They were from the same, they were coming from the same place, uh, MGM putting out both of them in the theaters and whatnot. Uh, but of course, once you put both of those in, you you tend to want both of them to not do me. good, uh, so on and so but forth. But anyway. just one thing that's bothering me. I wonder if there could have been more than one of them little guys. What do you think, brother? Hello, Mr. Bull. Let's you and me fight. (laughs) Uh, He first appeared in 1943, so three years after Tom and Jerry. Uh, But much like Tom and Jerry, of course, he was in uh, short little movies they released in theaters and then changed for TV later on. Uh, but there is an interesting fact uh, that I have here, which is that Droopy Dog, due to the vault fire in MGM Studios in 1950, uh, there is only backup prints uh, that exist of any short made of Droopy Dog existing before 1951 uh, because of that vault fire. So there is no original animation cells left anymore. Well, that's very sad. Sounds it like is. we need to... Well, our time machine is going to be for. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, Droopy Dog, uh, he ended up going on to pair in uh, Tom and Jerry, as we said with Tom and Jerry Kids. They did a thing with him and his kid as a segment in there. Uh, Droopy Dog, uh, he's been around. He keeps coming around. He, anyone should know him. He's a white basset hound with the orange little head, and he has, oh, oh, uh, and, you know, I like Droopy Dog. I, I honestly yeah. do. He's always a fun little character, especially, um, I'm trying to think what fucking cart. I can't even think of what fucking cartoon now. Uh, it might've been a Tom and Jerry thing. Uh, but Roger, like, Roger Rabbit. You were thinking of Roger Rabbit. No, Probably. it's a cartoon, but it's like Droopy Dog keeps walking up to the thing, but like, uh, they're afraid of him. Uh, pretty, I think it might've been a Tom and Jerry, uh, cartoon, but it's hilarious. Droopy Dog's fun. Um, so Tom and Jerry and Droopy Dog, I mean, I really don't know what else to say. They're original OG guys. They've been around since before any of us were born, uh, before a lot of our parents were born. They've Speak been around, and, and, and they keep coming around. Uh, from, you know, theater days to TV, they just keep getting reanimated and redone, uh, and, of course, reappearing everywhere. Uh, I assume we'll end up seeing Tom and Jerry and Droopy Dog and Jellystone cameo at some point. I, I'd assume because everything else is going there. I could, I could see Droopy Dog, but I don't know about Tom and Jerry. Yeah, man, I don't know, man. Because some of the things that they're, they're saying I'm, are, are going to be in Jellystone, I've been like, really? 
even that? That it might be a, a rights issue. Because so uh, many people have owned Tom and Jerry over the years. No, I don't think so, because they're putting out the live action movie. I, I think, well, I I think mean, like, Hanna-Barbera dying, I think it, the studio Warner owns Tom and Jerry. That's why it's going to HBO Max. That's the only reason it would go to HBO Max is Warner owns it. Yeah, yeah, that's because uh, anything that's underneath the Warner Brothers logo, so like Kong vs. Godzilla, the Tom and Jerry movie, Matrix Four, uh, all that shit's underneath the studio. Four Hour Justice League. Four Hour Justice League. Uh, by the way, that's just gonna be a big pile of piece of shit. I fucking hate that the Justice League is gonna be in a four hour movie and not a mini series. I, I was only I, like, am, I was looking I'm forward so to ready. to one hour four parts only because if there's one part that I don't like that's just not good I don't have to watch that but there could be a part that My they do such as Cyborg Snyder's gift so if they had a part like Cyborg was supposedly going to have a whole dedicated thing to like an origin form before they actually threw him in and my thinking was, if you're doing a miniseries, that could literally be half of an hour-long thing, or even just one of the whole hour-long things, and like make that the first one and then lead into whatever. And then I'd watch that one, because maybe it'd be okay, maybe the rest of it not. But now it's a four-hour-long movie that it's also confirming to have Jared Leto's Joker throughout the entire fucking thing, so I don't know what the fuck this movie is. Um, and now Jared oh, we're not a fan of Jared I am not. Oh, I love Jared Leto Joker. I hate it. Love Jared Leto Joker. I am surrounded by it. The great. Well, I hope you two are proud because now they're saying he is going to be coming back and other stuff now. But it's only involving Ben Affleck's Batman. He deserves it. So it's dead end. Even if he deserved it, it's still dead end because it's only Ben Affleck Batman shit. So, like, the movies they announced with him are because of Jared Little Joker also being used, which means they're both in a dead end fucking despot of whatever the fuck to DC Jared is Leto is a real-life supervillain. Yeah. <laughs> How could you not want him to play the Joker? We basically have fucking, you know, a serial killer doing it. Yeah. It's fantastic. <laughs> if you're going to cast a deranged lunatic, why not cast a deranged lunatic? Like, It's not a cult, guys. You just come to the island, we'll play a free show. It's not a cult at all, guys. Anyway, Tom and Jerry, uh, I gave him a 37. Uh, characters 10, follow their flow 10, test of time 10. Uh, but animation, I gave a 7. Because uh, the animation has those choppy moments. As much as I am, I do love myself some good old school animation. Uh, it's not the best thing ever. Uh, so seven. Michael? Okay, so uh, I have to have a caveat right here. Do you a all caveat. remember the Tom and Jerry movie that came out in like 1996 oh where they actually end up talking? Yeah, because that now... spawned like a whole series of other movies. 
Yeah. So my grandmother had that on VHS and we used to watch it all the time. And I just remember the thing that sticks out the most in my mind is like the cat talks and then the mouse goes, you can talk. And the cat goes, you can talk. And they're like, why didn't you ever talk before? I was like, cause you never talked. So I never talked. <laughs> it, yeah. It's, it's pretty good. I like that. Shit. Uh, the whole premise is I think they're trying to find a lost kid and he's on like a milk carton. I just have very yeah, vivid memories of this. Being, that, that is uh, correct. Decent movie. Um, so that being said, characters 10, animation 7, flow 8, test of time 10. Almost the same. I will still, I will stop and watch Tom and Jerry if it's on. And you don't even, you, the best part about Tom and Jerry is like, you don't need to follow a storyline. You know, it's Tom and Jerry. It's going to be some hijinks. Tom's going to get his tail cut off and everything's going to work out in the end. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Anthony? Uh, yes, Tom and Jerry is a perfect 40 for me. Yes. The animation style is very broad, and I feel like it covers all of it, both the, the if you like the nostalgic older style or like a new flower kind of, has that characters. is Tom and Jerry, and, you know, you have Butch and Tyke. Yes, I forgot about Tyke. Yeah, um, follows their flow? Come on. And best of time, come on. Dude, I don't need to even argue. Fair enough. Uh, wow. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Goddamn. Uh, since I brought this up to a total out of, uh, out of 10. Goddamn. Oh my god, I forgot. So, in that movie, Richard Kind plays Tom the Cat. Holy shit. Really? Yeah, in the 1992 movie. Sorry, yeah. Uh, 112 uh, will be Tom and Jerry's final score. Damn. Uh, Droopy Dog. Mm -hmm. Jared, are are you saying that that this new score buried you, buried you. Fuck <laughs> off, Jared Leto. Uh, you can't catch me. So, animation style, I gave an eight. Characters, I gave a ten. Uh, follows its thing, an eight because it's very much Tom and Jerry and so on and so forth. Uh, Droopy Dog was very much just like dog goes around, he has the accent, does his thing, but he also like beats up other things. Uh, and then sets the time at 10 because Droopy Dog, again, he, he makes appearances all over the place, much like uh, a lot of other older cartoons that are old like him in the 40s. He just kind of appears in places. Even if he doesn't have a talking role, he'll like, you know it's Droopy Dog when you see a white basset hound with a little orange fluff of hair. You know that that's Droopy Dog, whether he's talking or not. And he's in a lot of other shit. Uh, sometimes you don't quite notice him right away. Uh, if I can say that, like, it'll be like a small cameo, like he's a delivery dog or something, uh, but he takes off his hat and like, oh, it's a droopy dog. It's one of those weird things. Uh, he's a very, uh, I don't know, here and there used character. Uh, Anthony, how are you feeling with droopy dog? Oh, you, you know, how's I feeling fucking droopy dog? Oh, God. First off, uh, I left a note in the chat that said I was going pee. I'm glad you fucking... Oh yeah, I know. I'm not paying attention. To that. <laughs> I don't know what you're now. Sorry, I see it now. Sorry. Do you uh, need? Do no. you need to pee? Have you peed yeah, yet? Because I can. I, take I, no, I pee. You know, if you need to pee, uh, Michael, you can it's go. Pee. Huh? 
No, I no, peed. I, I just, I really had to pee. Uh, so, so Droopy Dog, I have a seven for the animation style. You know, it's, it's all right. It's what it is. Um, characters, I'm giving it a nine for Droopy Dog because Droopy's, as you said, yeah, he's, he's fucking Geisel. He's, I, I fucking love Droopy because he will be super calm and all that, and he's got, yep. he got his voice and all that, and then he'll fucking pull out a piece and threaten you with it. <laughs> Um, fair. That's fair. Also, it gets a five, you know, middle of the road. It's been a while since I've seen a Droopy Dog sh- cartoon, so sorry. Um, and Tessa Time it does get an eight, mainly for Droopy Dog himself. And like Jared said, he does cameos. Like I said, in Roger Rabbit, he's the elevator person. Yep. So, yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, all right, uh, Michael? So Dupe Droopy Dog is adjacent to Yogi Bear. <laughs> and we all know how I feel about anything Yogi Bear. God damn it. Now, Zero. Now that being said, uh characters does get a five. Uh there are some good characters. Um animation style gets a five as well. It's nothing great, nothing spectacular. Follow the flow is a six. And test of time is a ten. So even though it is Yogi Bear adjacent, it is still better than Yogi Bear. Yep. So y'all welcome. I wasn't a total asshole. Well, uh Droopy Not Dog ended uh Tom and Jerry win. <laughs> Tom and Jerry ends with a hundred and twelve, <laughs> uh Droopy Dog ends with ninety two. So yeah, it's closer no, than so I wanted it to be. Way closer than I wanted it to be. Un- unfortunately, even though I'm not the biggest fan of Juby Dog, I gotta give respect where respect is needed. It's fair, and that's why fucking Flintstones kids got a really low score. <laughs> All right, so that brings us uh, to the finals. Yes, the finals already. Uh, this was a shorter bracket because it's the 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 final bracket before the actual finals. Uh, so these are still last and tidbitty things. SWAT Man, cats. It's only an hour and a half as opposed to two and a half. It's true. Yeah, you know. Uh SWAT Cats uh versus uh Tom and Jerry Kids. Ooh, which shitty show do I want to vote for? <laughs> I'm voting I vote SWAT, SWAT Cats. cats. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I'll, I'll I'll tag along, SWAT Cats. I refuse right. to let a watered down show make it through. Uh so uh Pup named Scooby Doo or SWAT Cats. Since Anthony wants to shit all over Pup named Scooby Doo. <laughs> uh, I'm voting. I Pup. feel like that is not how that bracket would have lined up had Anthony not <laughs> shit all over Pup named Scooby Doo. I feel like the first off, this bracket is not created ge- uh, genuinely. I feel like Jared's just putting in whoever he wants together. Um, we'll just skip there. Um, second, I'll vote for a pup named Scooby Doo. Because between the two of them, one is better. Yep. Yeah. Had you voted Swap Cats, Anthony, I would have went there with you. 
Oh wow! Yeah, but I don't know if Swalkass deserves it. As it a, doesn't. A better it really doesn't. I will give it to a pup named Scooby Doo as well. Uh, well, uh, unfortunately, gentlemen, only one can move forward. So a pup named Scooby Doo or Tom the original Tom and Jerry. Uh, okay, oh. Anthony, sir, I'm a pup named Scooby Doo. I'm. <laughs> I am standing firm Why? on a pup named Scooby Doo. I, I love That's Tom and Jerry, fine. but I'm sticking to my guns. I I am actually gonna vote for Tom and Jerry. I would <sighs> rather watch Tom and Jerry than a pup named Scooby Doo. Oh man, I'm the opposite. I think That's sad. If it came be down between like Scooby Doo and Tom and Jerry, it would be a harder like Scooby Doo, where are you? And Tom and Jerry, it would be a harder decision for me to make. But I feel like it, Tom and Jerry is the better Jordan choice between the these two. Brew. Really, you don't, you don't like not even, not even the theme song saves it for you. No, I mean, Joy can a theme song really be the crew down here? Feel my shaggy too when you're Scooby, pumping them Scooby Doo, Scooby Doo, Scooby Doo. Okay, I got a question though, and this is a very important question about pumping yes. Scooby Doo. Why do they call him Shaggy? He doesn't have a beard yet. Because <laughs> he just—they couldn't think of a fucking name. His for hair him. is still Shaggy. <laughs> shaggy doesn't have to necessarily uh, mean your beard. It could also mean your hair. Bitch. Okay. Just like whenever I didn't get a haircut in high school, I always got called Shaggy and bullied by my parents until I finally let my mom give me a bowl cut because she didn't want to pay money for a haircut. And I hated you had it. bowl cuts. He was blonde with a bowl cut, let me tell you that much. Yeah, pretty much bowl cuts, because she didn't want to take me anywhere, so she would just kind of cut it herself. So yeah, I hate that uh, family memory. Uh, Thanks for letting me relive my childhood. Uh, Tom and Jerry will move on to the finals. Uh, I got buzz cuts because my mom didn't want to get a haircut. We didn't want to pay for haircuts. That actually makes us a lot more interesting. Yeah, because it's not seven iterations of fucking Scooby-Doo. That's not what I mean. We have Scooby Doo <laughs> movies. Scooby Doo, Scooby Doo, Scooby Doo, and this... Tom and Jerry. It right. sounds it sounds like on Halloween on Boomerang. We have Scooby Doo. What's new, Scooby Doo? Followed by a three-hour marathon of a pup named Scooby Doo. Followed by the new Scooby Doo movies, and finally to round out the evening, Scooby Doo and the Alien Invaders. The oh, worst of the movies. Man. Thanks. That's just my Wednesday. I didn't want any variety. No, of course not. Shut fuck up. Uh, anyway, so let me just grab the number from Tom and Jerry so I can put that in our notes. Oh, that's right, a hundred and fucking twelve. Um, man, that was okay. out of a forty instead of twenty, asshole. They shut your mouths. Yeah. Uh, so here's the finals. Uh, so everyone can be on the same page, uh, and all of you listeners can be on the same page. Congratulations for making it through yet another fuckery of a bracket. Uh, so the finals, <clears throat> Flintstones will go against the Wacky Races, a 59 to a 70. How did the Flintstones make it? Oh, my God. Because they, they were the wild card week. first round, yeah. That's right. They were the wild. Right, 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 right. Uh, Harvey Bird, uh, Harvey Birdman, uh, of course, Birdman of the Harvey Galaxy Birdman. Trio, uh, f- a score of 47 goes against Adam's Family with a score of 80. Uh, 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo goes against Where Are You, Scooby-Doo. Uh, fifty-five to seventy-eight, uh, and the fi- uh, and then and then the one we got today was uh, two stupid dogs with a score of thirty-three against Tom and Jerry with a score of one hundred twelve. Well, two stupid dogs had a very good run. 
I will say that 100%. They got further than I thought they were going to. Uh, uh, so then, uh, what, as what I'm hearing the extra is... bracket, uh, we also have Popeye uh, going against a contender that we didn't get into the regular contendery here because I just didn't have anybody to, for them to go against. Uh, so Popeye with a score of 78 will go against the new person, Woody Woodpecker, uh, because that is also another old tune. I just didn't have anybody else for him to face against. So he's a wild card in the actual finals. So what I'm hearing, Jared, next week is our finale. Uh, yeah, the, that'll be uh, the final bracket. Uh, final, final for this. Uh, Hanna-Barbera tunes will be done, and the Nostalgia Express uh, will take a break uh, before we come back with Looney Tunes because that one's going to be an ex- a very difficult bracket because it is pitting ca- Looney Tunes characters against each other. There can only be one. Yes, and it's going to be Bugs Bunny. My money's on Bugs Bunny. <laughs> really? Bugs Bunny? Let me pull up this. Hang on. He's, I don't know. We got Wiley Coyote. I know. But can I, I'll just pull Jeremy here. Canonically, Bugs Bunny is the most powerful Looney Tune. I mean, I don't know if that's fair. Bugs Bunny alone could make Thanos take off his glove. So, in do, do we ever talk <laughs> about like in the in not the newest iteration of the Looney Tunes, but in like the Looney Tunes show where like Bugs lives in a house with Daffy? Yeah, how Bugs made his million. We ever talk about how Bugs made his multi-million dollar empire? No, I don't. No, I don't think so. He invented he invented the carrot peeler, <laughs> like like that just that that two serrated <laughs> blade that everyone has to peel carrots. That's what he invented. And that's so. Would you guys things. like a sneak peek of what the the very first bracket of the Looney Tunes will be? Uh, sure. We can uh, get no. an idea. Well, too bad, Anthony. Uh, you're outvoted. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I heard the listeners through. Sorry, the I saw the. Op- I saw the opportunity. Uh, so nobody's going to have to remember this. Obviously, uh, it'll be a while before we get to it. Uh, but Michigan J Frog will go against Foghorn Leghorn. Uh, Granny and Tweety go against Muggsy and Rocky. Hugo A Snowman goes against Gossamer, uh, which is the orange fur monster. For those of you who don't know. Uh, Yosemite Sam against Elmer Fudd, Penelope Pussy against Sylvester, and Pepe against Sylvester Jr. Uh, it'll be a double bracket at the end there because the two of them kind of get paired with other people. Uh, but anyway, that, that's Good just question. to give you guys a heads up of how that's going to be broken down for Looney Tunes. Do I dare Google Penelope Pussy, not an incognito? Uh, it's um, Her name is Penelope the... Pussycat. It's the it's the black and white cat that yeah. Pepe Le Pew falls in love with. It's not. Yeah, bad. thank God Heather isn't joining us for these brackets because like that is her legitimate name. <laughs> it's Penelope Pussycat. That's not well, something. The thing is, I Heather doesn't mind it when it's a cat, like okay, when it's referring to God. the cat. Only when it's so. It's so so, so if I were to mention, like, so if I were to say say, man, I'd love to fuck her pussy. I wouldn't be allowed to say that around Heather because she would take immediate offense unless I was holding up a house cat. <laughs> I think there would be other issues with that, but I <laughs> guess technically, yes. Yeah, it's a lot there, and we do not have time to unpack that tonight. Um, by the way, today I learned that the frog's name is Michigan J. Frog. Michigan J. Frog. Yeah, you didn't know that? No, I just called him the singing frog. I didn't yeah, know he had an frog. Uh, they they based him around uh, singers. God, Jared, do you remember uh, the fucking 
I forget what they were, the Valley Minstrels in Casadega who would fucking, for Valentine's Day, would go in the classes, interrupt, and fucking sing songs. Yeah, yeah, you know, no one ever bought me one, so, sad. I'd Jared, say I would I'm buy shocked, you one nowadays. It's not true. It is true. That's so mean. I know. Jared didn't hear the full insult, so it's No, fine. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. I was having I mean, a moment. You make it very so. Crazy. So, uh, for anybody who's ever seen it, um, Arrested Development, they do a great thing whenever somebody's sad that they stare off in the distance and either a- so for if they're in a situation they have to walk away, they like lower their head and sulk away, and they play the Charlie Brown sad piano music as they walk away, and it's fucking great. But then later on, they have a thing: is somebody will bring something up that puts them into like a depression. They stare off in the distance as uh, "Hello Darkness, My Old Friend" slowly starts playing in their mind, and everybody else talking just slowly gets like <laughs> just slowly fades away. <laughs> like you doing all right? Yeah, no, I'm fine. Hello, darkness, my old. And then they just. Fun <laughs> fact: I've never seen Arrested Development. Really. Really? Uh, it's only it's only good till uh, I'd say season three, season three being the shortest. Uh, but that's because four they fucked up and then they re put it out again and then they made a season five and I didn't care for four or five. But one through three were were like now great. You, There's a lot of comedy in it. Now you fucked up. I've made a huge mistake. All I really know from there is the frozen banana. The banana stand. Yes, the frozen it's, banana stand. It's episode. I think about it. I'm pretty sure it's like episode one that they they do the episode. Uh, the banana stand joke. It's fucking great. Oh, Dad, I burned down the banana stand. I can't use it to control me anymore. What What do you mean? <laughs> I told you there's always money in the banana stand. Yeah, no, I burned it down, Dad. I'm gonna rebuild it. Start my own business with it. There was two hundred fifty thousand dollars in cash lining the walls of the banana stand. There was what now? There was always money in the banana stand. <laughs> yeah, it's dope. Uh, that was funny. Also, uh, Parmesan and mustard sandwiches. That's another thing that I know of. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Too. Hey, I, yeah, I, anyway, I, um, that's a show I'd recommend to people. Uh, it's real funny. Uh. So no, yeah, we oh, got through the bracket. We got our finals. The Hanna Barbera and old tunes are done. Uh, there's so much more to the overall Nostalgia Express. Uh, hopefully, you guys will be able to enjoy it over the course of this year because we have quite a few lined up. Uh, and I and uh, let's I just wait till we get to the Transformers up. bracket. <laughs> it's cute that you think I'd let you do that. It's cute. Hey, listen, if you don't let him do it, we'll just do it on our own. I literally have nothing to do on Wednesday or Tuesday and Wednesday nights. Fuck it, I'll just go over Anthony's. We'll record our own goddamn podcast. I just got to think of a catchy fucking name. Don't worry. Give me 24 hours. I'll have a name for the goddamn thing. Yeah, there will be a, there will be a Transformers bracket. I wouldn't be that mean. Uh, but no, there, there are... I mean, just seriously, guys. We have a ton of brackets lined up. Uh, because we, we we did, the like I said, we did Nostalgia Express way fucking back when we first started, and it was just that collaboration of anything we could remember and think of. It wasn't fully thought out like this one was. Uh, we thought we'd give cartoons a fair chance, because last time Ed and Eddie won, 
But to be fair, we didn't have half the contenders that we have going in this time around. Uh, so it wasn't very hard for Ed and Nettie to win, being something that everyone remembered and knew compared to things they had no fucking idea and we didn't make people look it up. It's fair. So Yeah, you know, shit happens. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Mortal Kombat movie's coming. Uh, they did release... Uh, Apparently, the thing that had the footage, it, it was a fucking HBO Max trailer thing to say movies coming, and there was footage of the Mortal Kombat movie in there uh, that people were quick to jump onto, as well as some set photos. Uh, but they're saying that they're going to open with Sub-Zero Scorpion. Like, Scorpion, like the Sub-Zero murdering Scorpion and his family, uh, that that's how he's I mean, opening the movie. You, you kind of have to. You, you really that's, fucking do. <laughs> It's how like, the whole it's first like game an important part. It takes place so long ago. But and I mean, for real, like it, it's how the first game's flow is. Like they, there's a lot of emphasis on the Scorpion Sub Zero rivalry, uh, rivalry, uh, for the first thing, uh, first going into that, and, and then, then they and the, then they start delving into the like wrong can and whatnot. Yes. Uh, so no, I'm kind of excited for that. I, I'm very excited to see an R-rated bloody fatality just going all out mortal Kombat, especially because like the people that they have casted are, are people who star in movies with martial arts and shit so like you know if you want to do a fighting movie they actually got people who do that exact kind of thing and so a bunch of white people i have a problem <laughs> i have a, a i problem? have a problem with this movie there is no um johnny cage oh well what do you do? Um, we I have mean, a, we a guy named. I, I think what's going to happen is because they're they're introducing this new MMA fighter um, named Cole Young, who is a white boy. He's going to be Johnny Cage. So, yeah, my basically, I think he's going to be he's going to turn into Johnny Cage because you know MMA <laughs> in the cage fight, and he needs it. Uh, he's going to need a new name. So, uh, I mean, I've been wrong before. I mean, hence Wonder Woman eighty four. If you want to see my predictions go wrong, <laughs> um, I think I would have made a better movie. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, did you see the 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 uh, Wally's Wonderland thing that they're doing with uh, Nicolas Cage? Basically, Five Nights at Freddy's, no. where he murders the animatronics. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> like a fnaf thing except yeah. it's not fnaf it's fucking nick cage yeah yeah so reverse fnaf yeah yeah exactly. Anthony, so you haven't seen the trailer so the brief synopsis uh that they show us anyway uh is that he gets hired as security at basically five nights at freddy's style pizzeria and they tell him Chuck like hey yeah uh so people don't want to you know work here whatever there's a lot of bad history there's some murders that happened Ooh. And then it shows the animatronics, and then he murders an animatronic ostrich, and then they end yep. with a line of, those animatronics aren't locked in here with us, they're locked in here with him. And then it's Nicolas Cage just going ape shit on animatronics. I am so excited for that. <laughs> I love that already. <laughs> I mean, you guys know how much I love Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Nikki, baby, call me. <laughs> 
Uh, but no, I, um, I was kind of hoping you would have seen that. Um, but it, it looks hilarious. Uh, it's basically FNAF. It's it's honest uh, to God. It it's really bad. is. Uh, it it really probably was done on that purpose. Well, I'm I just I think so. I think that this is this is a test, and if it goes well, then that's when they get the green light for the FNAF movies. So, speaking oh, that's of, not uh, greenlit. Speaking of movies like that and shit. Uh, the new Resident Evil series Netflix is working on. There's reports coming out. I hate it. There's reports coming out that Mila Jovovich, uh, her character is, uh, being asked to cameo in it. And I'm so against that because if you're trying to make a series that fits more to the actual Resident Evil, then why are you adding the made up fucking character that they made for the other Resident Evil? That you're you guys are trying so hardly to reboot from with a new movie series because you don't all, understand. You fucking nerds get boners from that shit. That's why. No, if you I guys don't want to do like the old Resident Evil movies. I hate thing. the original Resident Evil movies they made. I, I really do. Am not watching the series. You it will if you do a podcast interest. about it. <laughs> that's a threat Mike no offense but you don't like scary stuff and these are zombies I, so they're scary listen I'll fucking I might need to borrow some Xanax for a little while but I'll be fine with power through I'll lose sleep <laughs> the, the series had my interest at first it, it's two twins that are taken in by like Albert Wesker basically and then uh, the teens like realize that things are foul whatever and then you get the, the way that they're talking about is like eventually the twins find out that Umbrella is actually behind the community they're living in, and then they delve into like their zombies and these things that they're making and experimenting. And it's like, okay, that could be interesting, maybe. But now it's like, hey guys, you remember Mila Jovovich? We're bringing her back. Like, why? Why are you bringing back a character that you're trying so hard to reboot from? I don't understand your fucking logic. Like my my problem my problem my problem with this whole fucking series is that it is the tw- the children of Wesker as they are adopted moving to New Raccoon City yeah and there's a second timeline which takes place a decade in the future yeah so so they're trying to capture like the Witcher issue but like with zombies bad okay. yeah and yeah, the fact that bad. the fact the problem with that I mean the Witcher did it great. Because I really you know, enjoy all that. I know a lot of people that said it was shit and what? didn't get past the second episode. Uh, but then those people, of course, I always say, uh, well, you know, maybe if you had the attention span uh, longer than two seconds, you might do better. But the problem with a series like this, where they have two timelines where they take drastically different <sighs> times apart, it's going to be bad. Is you know what's going to happen. Like, if, if only one twin is in there, we know that the younger, the other sibling is going to die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. we know, like what's gonna happen. You can't set up like, oh, there's this terrible apocalypse because that's all the first thing is gonna be building to that we know is gonna happen. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I. I. I, I wish I could argue, but I. I really fucking can't. Three <laughs> problems. Really uh. So Anthony, now that uh, to end out the show, uh, Michael, have you seen Wandavision at all? Uh, so I got 12 minutes into the first episode and I just couldn't get to the rest. It's probably because it was Saturday morning and I was getting ready to leave as well. So I haven't sat down and finished watching it, but I have started the series. 
I don't think it's going to be something for me, but really kudos to you guys. If you enjoy it. Yeah. I loved it. Anthony. I also love, I've thoroughly, I honestly thoroughly did. enjoyed I, it. I, I, I thoroughly and maybe did. I got to finish watching the episodes that are out. Like, like I said, I watched the first 12 minutes. I got to where it's like, Oh look, it's Kitty from that 70s show. And that's basically where I had to leave. So oh. yeah. Uh, well, it, my, if, if you don't want to watch, Mike, uh, I would say just finish the first episode, and if you don't want to watch it from there, you're not going to want to watch it from there. Okay. Again, like I said, I watched the first 12 minutes and had to leave. So, but from the first 12 minutes, it wasn't something that I was enjoying yet. It ta- so. the the second episode is where it takes off. Like okay. if you well, if you, if you really want to see like that, there is something seriously fuck. So for all of you, this it's minor spoilery, I guess. Uh, the first two episodes of WandaVision are out. Uh, much like Mike here, the first episode is very much, if you've ever seen uh, like the old black and white version of Bewitched or I Love Lucy before they ever did color or anything like that, uh, they yep. very much are faithful to what those shows were, where it's like these comedy bits and things. Uh I mean, Anthony, what were, what were your what were your thoughts for the first episode? What what would you say? Like my my thought first off, I fucking it was very good. I love Paul Bentley. First of all, very oh. if he was not underrated, oh, he's a great actor. Very, he is an amazing, he's fantastic. And this really stretches out his chops, where sort of like what they did with Chris Hemsworth, where he became, took up a comedian kind of esque role. Paul Bentley is definitely taking up a comedian esque role. But the thing is about this show is like you definitely are watching it and you're like, okay, something is not right. Okay, so I don't I, know there, what there, it okay, is. I, uh, Michael, if you don't want spoilers, let's not have to be spoilers. Say, no, that's I, fine. I, I just listen, I already got that feeling because every so often they hint at something not being right or something's like okay, off. Or so for all they of you, they don't remember there, how long they've been married uh, and things like that, and there's no ring. So, like, I get there's a continuity issue that there's something wrong in the system. So, so for all of you, uh, thank you, uh, oddcastmedia gmail.com. Uh, follow us at oddcast and oddcastmedia gmail.com. Thank you all. Uh, this is going to be spoiler. Uh, for the first two episodes. Don't forget to send in. Don't forget to send in your story about how you're sucking Jared's balls, so I can read it aloud uh, and oh, record send, it. Um, like we're still waiting. Like send us in any fan fiction you got. Uh, and I also have a, a random give, uh, giveaway. I will be posting to at Oddcast on Twitter, uh, so you guys can always check that one out. But you'll get a DM. Anyway. Yep. The second episode is where they really get into something's not right. So the first episode, uh, me and Anthony agree. Uh, the dinner party that they do, it starts off very much like Bewitched. Like, she's trying to use her powers to cook, but they can't let the neighbors know. So, like, he's got to entertain them. And it has some really, like, some very genuine, like, the comedy you would have seen come out of, like, the I Love Lucy, like, trying to entertain a boss thing. Very much so. I would say the first episode is I Love Lucy. The second one is Bewitched. Yes. Um... So there's that. However, when they're eating dinner, the guy starts to choke. And I, it was such an intense scene out of nowhere. Because it, it goes from such a comedic thing to, like, this dude's choking. Kitty's character is t- saying, stop it. And that's it. Like, she, like it's not like an emotional, like, ha, ha, ha. It's like she gets very serious with just, stop it. Stop it. 
stop it and he's just choking shim him like she's watching him choke like wanda's watching him choke vision's watching him choke and like vision and wanda are like sharing this glance of like should i do something should i step in like what the fuck do i do here and this dude is just fucking choking it goes on for like it's like a two minute long thing of this dude just choking her saying stop it and the two of them just being like what do i do what, what, what do we do it's the great scene i would like yeah, it, it stops. It takes dead center of that entire episode when it happens, and then it just it ends shortly after that, and then it's just like okay, so something's not quite right here, but I can't what, what quite I'm liking, tell what the fuck it is. And I'm sure people aren't big fans of this, but I'm actually liking how they're little thirty minute episodes. Yeah, it, it gives some time to have fun with it, because uh, the other thing that you see throughout the entire episode is Vision and Wanda keep asking people. Like, questions that only they should know. Like, how long have we been here? Like, when Vision goes to work, it's like a company that does... They just keep telling him that we just keep putting out files and comp files and things. He's like, yeah, but... do? Yeah, he's like, what do we do? And it's like, oh, you're so funny. You're so funny. No, but what do we do here? Like, I don't understand what we do. Yeah, that was... I got to that. I, that was yeah. fantastic. Oh, they make reports. I'm like, what's for what? I don't know, but no one's putting as fast as you have. I'm like, what the fuck? That's pretty good. That's pretty good. It it is done very well. Uh, Now, getting into uh, episode two, uh, there is such a tonal change of that show. Uh, So first off, me and Anthony have our theories uh, because of episode two. So first off, they they introduce Agnes, uh, her neighbor, which, for anybody who, who remembers when we covered over WandaVision, like, what we thought they were going to do with the story, she's a character directly pulled from that, which is the witch that teaches Wanda how to make realities and control her powers. Uh, which was for her own gain, which was eventually, you're going to have kids, and then I'm going to use their powers for myself, but I'm not going to tell you that right away. But I am going to teach you how to control your powers you have. Uh, which she's introduced... And she's very much the best friend of Wanda that just kind of appears as her neighbor. She takes her to, like, the committee meeting, and they have the fucking chant. And I told Anthony when it happened, I audibly was saying no, 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 no. Because all of them in unison say, for the children. And that happens a lot in episode two. Like, everyone in that town keeps going, for the children. Uh, kind of like if you've ever seen Hot Fuzz and they do uh, For the Greater Good, that chant, but they're saying for the children. It's creepy. It's super fucking creepy. Uh, and there are no children. There's visibly no fucking children in this town, but they keep saying for the children. There's no fucking children. It's creepy. It's great. I love it. Uh, but, they do, but they do hint I- at uh, the townspeople don't know what's going on. Uh, the the queen bitch of the meeting uh, eventually breaks down and she like asks Wanda who she is and where she is and who she is and then the radio breaks in with somebody over the radio saying Wanda who's doing this to you Wanda what's going on and then it immediately snaps back to whatever the fuck reality she has made and they're just like yeah don't do that again at the meeting okay and it's like what the fuck Jared, is going I'm... on <laughs> I like how you said, like, minor spoilers. Here's the episode. Well, you know, people can go fuck off. Uh, 
But no, because that, 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 that like, he had to get it off the chest. I do, I do, because there's so much going on with this show, and I'm loving every fucking minute of it. Uh, so that was that's like your first hint of something's not right. That like clearly something's not right, but like that's your first hint of something very, very much is not right, and either Wanda knows about it or Wanda has no fucking clue what's going on, and that's why she's acting the way she is. Uh, the either one is sword. scary. Uh, Sword is officially making its appearance. Uh, you remember they hinted at it at the end of Captain Marvel. Uh, the big giant thing that Nick Fury was on and the scrolls were taking over his job for the moment. Uh, that was Sword, uh, the replacement of Shield. They uh, monitor not only the universe, but also any interdimensional things that are happening, such as a- another reality just appearing over a fucking town in America. A Sword is going to be the one to step in and be like, hey, what the fuck is going on here? Uh, so they're hinted at, they're cameoed quite a bit over the two episodes. Uh, so I'm just going to skip, uh, skip right to the end here because there's a lot. Can't in wait the for the TV good. series of agents of sword. Now it's coming. <laughs> is Only it really? going to be good? Yeah, they are. They are hey, uh, there was, nothing, there, there is there a in development. Sword nothing series. wrong with agents of shield asshole. Uh, there is a sword series in the works. Yes. Uh, what? Hang on, we need to unpack something real quick. Yeah, I love. Did unpacking. you really watch? Did you watch all of the Agents of Shield, Anthony? <laughs> I didn't. No, I didn't. Okay, asshole, you should watch it. It's actually I, a decent series. Um, I, I the only like, thing I watched was Ghost Rider I, season. I can only get a, I can only get a few blows in on you, Mike. So I gotta yeah, enjoy it. It's very fair. I will give you that. Uh, so I'm just gonna give a spoiler. Uh, skip to the end. Uh, a guy in a bee suit comes out of a sewer grate, and it's really weird. Uh, there's our and Anthony I mean, was, whole, told me there's the theory going around. He has a sword symbol on his back. Uh, so basically, the way people well, he have, has, yeah, uh, the sword logo is on like the back of his B suit. Uh, the theory going around is that it's someone in a futuristic suit. Maybe perhaps like I don't know. I the way I think about it is maybe something kind of like the Avengers Endgame suit, that thing that lets you go between realities because they know something's not quite right here. Uh, but because in her reality, it's like the 50s, that shit doesn't exist. So he's in a beekeeper suit. Uh, we all don't... know the 50s doesn't exist. Shut the fuck up. Uh, <laughs> but, but like, that's the thing, man. Like, I think Wanda knows what's up. Because, like, the beekeeper guy shows up. And they don't show his face. But, like, before he can, like, react to her turning around and seeing her, all she says is No. And rewinds time to before they went outside, and then it like goes to color, and everything's peachy okay. And then it just ends with that same message of Wanda, are you okay? Wanda, who's doing this to you? Uh, so Sword is trying to penetrate it, and I think by what happened, my theory that I talked with Anthony about, Agnes is doing what she did in the comics, which is getting Wanda to have kids. Uh, because as Kevin Feige said, they own all rights, so they don't have to tiptoe around. They don't have to bullshit around and beat the bush. They're going to just straight up say Magneto's her father because they have the rights, so they don't have to fuck around with that anymore. Uh, Agnes would be doing exactly like she did in the comics, getting the kids to take their powers because they're going to be very powerful mutants because she's a very powerful mutant, and that's what always happens. Um, Agnes keeps alluding at her husband that we just never fucking see, but she keeps alluding to him. So me and Anthony think... It could very well, it might be Mephisto. It could be Mephisto just trying to get the baby so he can bring hell on Earth. Uh, which would be something that's happened before. 
Yeah, they did that in the comic. Also, yeah. that means that we will get fucking Ghost Rider. Well, Ghost Rider is confirmed to be coming. Like, that that's the thing. There's a lot no, of I things that are confirmed page. coming. Uh, we got Ghost Rider that's confirmed in the MCU coming. Uh, just like Moon Knight, uh, and Moon Knight's officially coming now. So Ghost Rider's down the pipeline. Uh, to end out the episode though, uh, Charlie Cox. Uh, it was confirmed he was on set. It was officially confirmed that he just film it, finished filming what he was for Spider-Man 3, and the rumors were correct. Uh, so, Feige, I'm sorry, man, but, like, your dancing around question shit only works so well. Like, we've been doing this for over 10 years now. We kind of get the lingo that you use. Well, they're fucking, no, they're, Kevin Feige's a genius. You know why? Why? Kevin Feige goes online and tells movie spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> That way, everyone has to get their asses in the theaters in the first couple weekends, or else they're going to be spoiled. That's fair enough. Uh, but yeah, so WandaVision, uh, go check it out. Uh, I, I, honestly, they said uh, the people got to see, the early reviewers got to see it up to season uh, episode three. Uh, they said by the end of episode three, that's where shit really fucking hits the fan and got strange. So I, I can't wait to see where it, it takes even further than what it already is hinted at. Uh, and they're saying that three, the end of three is where it really tips that, what you're, what they're hinting at. Uh, so yeah, I'm excited. I'm kind of excited to see where this kind of plays out. Uh, where can they find you guys? Anthony, uh, Mike, where can they find you? Let's get you guys out of here. Um, well, they can find me at, at CLT underscore sandwich on both Twitter and Instagram. Also That's find me at my house. Uh, you can follow that would be... uh, the worst sound trip ever taken at uh, Beetle underscore cast on Twitter. New episode every other Thursday. Uh, last Thursday was the episode getting double flowered, which was the final episode where Anthony was on with us yeah. uh, for the six part Shadowborg saga. Does that mean you're getting into uh, Beetleborg Metallics? No, we still have 30 episodes. Oh, okay. So 15, 15 regular episodes. Hopefully by the end of summer we'll be into Metallics. Metallics! Uh, anyway, so follow us at our guest and our guest. But yeah, guys, uh, we'll catch you next week. Uh, Thursday we have the live show. Um, I actually have something kind of special planned out for Thursday. I think we're going to do another day in history because we haven't done something like that in a while. And uh, I was feeling nostalgic today. So I think we're going to do something along those lines. Uh, also, go check out uh, FW1R on YouTube, Womanhood. I'll uh, post it on the social media. Uh, I wasn't in this week, though. I, I, I just I had too much shit going on uh, to do a segment. But they ended up putting me in there anyway. And I wasn't. And for anyone who wonders, like, I don't get informed when they make changes like they did this week. I don't get told that shit. Like, James and Chipper and them just kind of do whatever the fuck they want, and then I just get the aftermath prod, uh, whatever comes. So me being naked on FW... Yeah, I didn't have any part of that. (laughs) That wasn't my decision. Uh, I wonder why your nipples were small. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> we'll catch all you guys later this week. Uh, go check out the other shows. Goodbye.